0: Welcome to Manners and Madness, a Jane Austen and David Lynch podcast. My name is Maya Adkins.
1: And I'm Christian Cabrera. And today we'll be g- diving into part four, episode four of Sandton Yes,
0: the midway point.
1: <laughs> yes. Oh, Lord.
0: It's kind of a cliffhanger where we're leaving it for this uh, section. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's a very good, very much a mid-season finale kind of yes. episode. Sort of leaving off on much to be expected and... much unknown of what's going to happen i know and it's
0: like do we still even know what these people are really all about (sighs) i feel like i (laughs) i really again not a fan of sydney nope
1: (laughs) (laughs) i know you mentioned just a blip of redemption possibly happening but (laughs) this episode sealed my opinions of it
0: yes well we'll have to see once we've uh, dealt with Laura Palmer for a while and come back. (laughs) (laughs) Will Sydney grow on us or will he be even worse? (laughs) I think there's at least a couple episodes where um, he's redeemable. Yeah. When when we get to the next ones.
1: Yeah, as much as he probably can be, which uh, (laughs) we'll see what happens. I'm not holding my breath. (laughs) Yes.
0: But I guess as far as first impressions go, um, I particularly this time likes... Uh, likes I like <laughs> Charlotte and Georgiana's friendship, you know yes. and now they really have a reason to gang together. Fire, right. gets in.
1: <laughs> a common enemy
0: yes, and it was fun to get to meet Otis. Yes, he's so great.
1: <laughs> he's so nice.
0: yeah, he's been really cool and. We learned some stuff about picnics, which we're not sure is true. I looked it up. We'll talk about that when we get there.
1: <laughs> Maybe just some over-exaggerations.
0: And uh, we actually got to meet Young Stringer more.
1: Yes. In this
0: episode.
1: Which we both appreciated, because what a, a foil to Sydney at this point. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, he was very likable. Although...
1: He's very sweet. But
0: I, I haven't, like imprinted on him or anything i don't feel like yes it's definitely stringer and charlotte forever but
1: no he's more of like the kind of guy you have like a summer fling with (laughs) which works because they're in a beach town oh totally so this is what i think should happen but i did not write the show
0: (laughs) and what else happened in this episode
1: oh the the Parker siblings attempting to exercise. Oh, that was the best. That's a big Oh, I, And voice. yeah,
0: and Tom falling apart, like really, oh, um, God. he's losing his grip on reality. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, oh, and Clara and Esther had great stain. So I oh, my gosh, think all that. What about you? Do you have any specific first impressions? I just listed what happened. I did not really. Say. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I was glad that we got an episode pretty much all about Georgiana. And just the I mean we got to meet Otis like you said which was really great cause, <laughs> I mean I think you're supposed to just like immediately be like he's a perfect person yeah <laughs> I think it was a way also for them to kind of talk more about slavery in the show and yeah. just the experience which I thought was like uh, it was like it was good to hear it because I feel like only in other Austin's things, we've only heard, like, just mention of it. or Right. So it's, like, more a little in-depth about that. But I thought it was it was an anxiety-inducing episode. Because <laughs> I, <laughs> the whole time, was like, I don't need Sydney to come back. I don't need him to see them together.
0: Oh, yeah. That was <sighs> a little nerve-wracking.
1: It just was. And I knew it would end with him finding them. But <laughs> at least he got a very stern talking to in the middle of the street.
0: Oh, yeah. That was, that was really pretty yeah. satisfying. Very much. <laughs>
1: But I, I really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, I did too. I really did. Yeah, okay, well, uh, I guess that's basically first impressions. Was I mean, <laughs> I thought it was a good place, like a good stopping point. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm still enjoying it quite a bit.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh, I'm I, having a lot of fun watching it. It just feels so different.
0: I did have someone say that they, I guess, they didn't really say that they didn't care for Santa but they said they found it too soap opera-y. And I was like, um, "Oh well, I really like a good soap, so it wouldn't bother me if it was too soap opera." <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can kind of see it. It's to me, it'd be like an elevated soap, almost like a Grey's Anatomy or something, where it's like soapy, but it looks really good, and they're actually really good actors in it. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, it just it has like this those soapy like romance and drama. But oh yeah, it's just I find it more entertaining when there's more stuff happening like this. Well, personally. I mean, I don't
0: know what soapy means exactly but i i I don't know i feel like i'm not a soap opera person should have drama (laughs) (laughs) and some romance yes preferably (laughs) some
1: overt drama too not little like quips or well those sort of things
0: oh yeah Uh, Okay, well, well, do you want to go ahead and get into the notes then?
1: Yeah. All right. So for today for notes, I'm just going to read some like little specs for episode four because we did have a couple changes. But I also figured that I would do, since this episode was all about Georgiana, that I would kind of give some notes on Crystal Clark, who plays Georgiana. Oh, perfect. Um, (laughs) Just because it was such a big deal when she came on to the cast because of, you know, the character. Okay, so for episode four, it was released on January 26th in the U.S. Let's see. Pretty much the same exact cast we've always had. Um, I think the only addition would be... Oh, I don't think I ever mentioned, but Rob Jarvis plays Old Stringer, who broke his oh, leg. Okay. I don't think uh-huh. I ever mentioned him. But we have Jayuda um, James, who plays Otis Molyneux.
0: Oh, yes. Um, who <laughs>
1: we loved. <laughs> So the, i was like
0: who's the new person <laughs> oh,
1: oh it is I good you forgot <laughs> i
0: guess because i watched this episode a few times and mm-hmm. it's been like a week or so that i just remembered him from before i mm-hmm. always do that i'll watch a show and, just and, my, and at the end i'm like <laughs> oh, at the beginning i'll be like where do i know this person from at the end i'm like i'm sure i've seen them in something i'm like is it just the beginning of the show <laughs>
1: <laughs> was it two episodes ago <laughs> So we got a new director, Lisa Clark, so mm. I think Ollie Blackburn directed the first three. Now we have Lisa Clark.
0: A woman! Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this episode was written by Justin Young, not Andrew Davies. So Yeah,
0: he co-wrote the last one, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. So he's the only writer besides obviously Jane Austen for the book, but, but <laughs> okay, I don't think there's anything else episode-wise, but let me get into some notes about Crystal Clark. She was born in, there's not a month or day for her birthday so <laughs> <laughs> she was born in 94 in New Jersey um which I found I was I didn't realize that she was American until I started doing a research on her cuz she's <laughs> like so convincingly British yeah which is like very
0: I think I had heard that she was American before but it's I hadn't I didn't remember that <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah which it's so weird that because you don't really see a lot of Americans in yeah, that's period true. dramas Very for true. Uh, British TV. But she was born to in New Jersey to a Trinidadian uh, father and a, I think it's Guyanese. I think is how they pronounce their people. Uh-huh. Um, uh huh. Father, and she lived in Tennessee for quite a while, but then left to go to Glasgow to pursue acting at the Royal Conservatory Scotland. Yeah. Cool. Um, because she felt like her race and class at a disadvantage here in the U.S.
0: Oh, so she went yeah.
1: across the Atlantic and graduated <laughs> in 2014. She made her London theater debut in the role of Hester Worsley in Dominic Dromgoole's revival of A Woman of No Importance.
0: Okay. And All then, those British people start off in theater. Exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I feel like it's, like, mandatory. <laughs> and then she had supporting roles in two of the Star Wars films, Oh, really? Yes, in The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. She was a resistance pilot. I think we probably, like, one of the pilots we constantly see when they have, like, formations oh and gosh. stuff. I, um, we're in the middle of rewatching all of them, so I feel like when I get to The Force Awakens, at least I'm <laughs> like looking out for her now.
0: Seriously? I mean, I feel like she already looks like she's, like, 15. She looks so yes. young to me. I can't imagine her, per- like, Several years prior in Star Wars. I mean, maybe that's just the whole point. The Resistance fighters are all young,
1: right? Because <laughs> yeah, and it might also be that they made her with you know just certain makeup techniques and this insanity to look younger. Because in the show she's nineteen, right? Yeah. So maybe they just, just sometimes
0: I look at her and Charlotte and I'm like, God, they just look so young.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, especially, <laughs> especially Charlotte. I'm getting older. <laughs> yeah. But um, I was also reading that she the role that she has in Star Wars she won it's like a what is it it's like an audition process that had over 67,000 open submissions and heard one other person won these roles that's
0: amazing so
1: clearly very talented her other credits include she played uh, Tina Argyle I believe in Ordeal by Innocence which was like a miniseries they had in um, Britain I think uh-huh um let's see let's see she was on I played an episode uh, in Black Mirror she was Pearl in Agatha and Agatha on the Curse of Ishtar and she was Nadia in Roadkill which was that Hugh Laurie miniseries that came out last year
0: not familiar
1: <laughs> <laughs> I haven't I didn't hear anything about it but I remember seeing like the ads but for Hugh the Laurie
0: and uh Crystal Clark is a definitely a selling point
1: oh yeah <laughs> I mean, he's you know he's good and everything, so I'm sure it was great. Um, and then she played Magali in The King's Daughter last year, so she's got a, you know a couple little things under her belt. It seems like only British TV, which is where she went to college. I guess she yeah. feels I like, feel like
0: she... British people just work constantly.
1: Yeah, <laughs> there's just always some sort of mini series or
0: yeah.
1: episode of a the long series. I do. To... <laughs>
0: <laughs> Although I don't think they get paid nearly as much.
1: No, definitely not. No. All they do here, <laughs> and so I also found some interviews that she did about like working on the, on the show. I, there was there's a really good one on PBS's website for Sanditon. They, uh-huh. so uh, one of the questions that she got asked was about if the friendship that Georgiana and Charlotte had mirrored the relationship that uh, her and uh, Rose, who played Charlotte, right. have in real life, and she said, "Oh, 100 percent, that <laughs> they uh, became." really close friends and that charlotte became a true ally to georgiana so i'm not sure if we had mentioned it before but i think georgiana has hinted a couple times that like even though it was really great that they had the first black character in an austin film that you know there wasn't really any representation behind the scenes Mm -hmm. and you know producers director anything like that so she kind of felt a little bit more isolated yeah and because she was the only black woman on set and it seems like rose kind of stepped up and understood that which is really great that's awesome and kind of had an ally out of her that's cool it seems like they're like best friends in real life too which <laughs> i thought was really cool
0: perfect
1: and that was on the pbs uh A. she was asked and i kind of like i think speaks to more of what i like about this series about how it's a little bit more modernized uh-huh. and so she was asked The interviewer asked, The Regency period is interesting because you look at Georgiana's character and you look at Charlotte and you think both very strong willed, resourceful. You're your own person. It doesn't mesh with the time period when you say, when you consider women really couldn't do anything and had no power. And so Crystal responded with, To talk back to, talking back to people like Lady Denham and being very forthright and honest about their views on things as. Um, something that people just didn't do. And even with most period dramas, it's always a uh, passive aggressiveness where nobody's really saying how they're feeling. And these women characters, they're saying how they're feeling, which I find very exciting. Yeah. So I think that's like, I know if people have had criticisms about how the show is just kind of feels a little bit more modernized, but I feel like it makes for more compelling characters. And it seems like crystal is yeah. kind of feeling that same way, which really brought her because she was saying, also in this interview, when she first received the script, she assumed that she was going to be playing, like, a maid or... Right. You know, and then she was shocked to find out that this character was written so well and
0: uh-huh.
1: just had a, like, a Caribbean... What's it called? Just tied to the Caribbean, which is, you know, obviously her family's from. Yeah. So, seems like she had a great time working on this, which <laughs> that was cool, but...
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and um, did you... want to mention the rumors that you found about Sanditon 2. Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Season 2.
1: Yeah, so I I had saw an article saying something about how Sanditon 2 looks like it might be happening. There's some rumors that look promising. Mm -hmm. But I found on an article from HITC.com... That there's a the biggest reason why fans are convinced it's happening is because the same building that was used for production on season one has been rented out again, and per like you know the public government documents, the the document was named Sanditon Two.
0: That's pretty compelling evidence.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So it seems like that's a big clue as to what's going to possibly be happening. Hey,
0: maybe the Save Sanditon campaign really did work.
1: Yeah, and then there was another like. (laughs) Some from UK Casting News, they found that a, a, a website for casting had a list for Sanditon dated January 15th of this year and that had information on when production would be starting and it said summer of 2021.
0: So... Well, that's
1: exciting. <laughs> two like kind of like... It <laughs> seems like things you could easily disprove. Well, and... if
0: they're doing Sanditon season two, I have a couple of requests. <laughs> First off, please more women writing
1: yes and directing, and directing.
0: Uh, more people of color all across the board yes please
1: <laughs> let's go to antigua and kind of see georgiana and her oh that'd be
0: interesting yeah definitely more like characters would be cool but definitely like more you know in the directing and production oh and yeah and all that stuff and i'm also gonna request <laughs> maybe make a redeemable male character please <laughs> <laughs> Please. (laughs) (laughs) Do not ask me to forgive someone over and over and over again. No. If you want me to like them.
1: (laughs) No, I think I had seen and also in the article that they had Vulture had an interview with one of the producers for it, and they were like saying that if they brought back for season two, like would they bring Sydney and Charlotte together? And she was very convinced they would. And I'm gonna go ahead and say, please don't do that to me. To me, specifically. Uh, I mean, granted,
0: don't. we haven't watched season or this season 2, the second half of this season. So, right. that's when Okay, but will so far, I'm just going to say, then this is my request all across the board. There are too many horrible men in yes. television. <laughs> and then you're supposed to have some redemption arc and like them, but just they don't have to start off that horrible. I mean, come no, on.
1: they can be really nice from the beginning <laughs> and respectful. And guess what? We will still like them at the end.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Anyway, <laughs> just uh, my request to seriously the the television gods. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we need it. Um, but yeah, that's kind of all the notes I had for Crystal that I could find interviews and stuff like that but awesome. i would say if you want to read through them it's really interesting to hear her perspective pbs.org has on their sanditon page like a q a with her telespotting.kira.org is um where i found that second interview
0: uh-huh i think
1: that's yeah that's the only two places i found but they're pretty lengthy interviews okay cool so and there's i know one of them has, has a vid- visual element too so yeah y'all should check that out
0: You'll have to um, share those when we get to this episode. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I guess then it's time for the recap. Yep. Yeah. All right, recap time. <laughs> <laughs> So we are out on the street and Arthur and Diana meet up with Charlotte looking very pretty in her pink jacket. Seriously. I really like that jacket.
1: (laughs) Seriously. So pretty. Uh,
0: Charlotte and Georgiana's maid or, oh yeah, Charlotte goes to the post and then Georgiana's maid is there, Mm. you know, presumably getting letters from Otis, which we'll later find out. Georgiana gets an exciting letter. Right. And uh, Charlotte has a letter from home. And Tom is very distracted. So <laughs> Charlotte's telling the story and he's like, what? No, I didn't hear you. And, uh, Rude. He's hoping for word from Sydney, but Charlotte thinks that Sydney will come through because she's convinced she- herself that he's good.
1: <laughs> he was nice to her for one minute and she said, maybe he's not our own." I uncle. guess I was
0: misjudging him. No, you weren't. Yeah. I said her <laughs> tune has changed. <laughs> she thinks she may have judged him too quickly. Meanwhile, Lady D is looking for a husband for Edward and Esther. <laughs> Lady D.
1: I love that.
0: She doesn't, she doesn't have any hopes for Clara's prospects, though. <laughs> <laughs> Which is rude. So, but then she insists that Clara deliver a letter to the other denims. And Clara protests at first, but Lady D thinks she has more than... She's had more than her measure of sympathy about her arm. Yeah. She's like, you barely singed yourself. People have fawned over you enough. You got my point across for me. You're done. <laughs>
1: <laughs> barely a singe, you her skin was boiling.
0: Exactly. Uh, I mean...
1: I mean, she did to herself. She acted so. like it was
0: barely a singe when she was not pretending. Right. <laughs> Uh, so then Charlotte goes to visit Stringer, young Stringer, and old Stringer, <laughs> <laughs> and his little tiny room reminds her of home. <laughs> and I was like, hey. like it's just like one room. <laughs> there might be a bedroom somewhere.
1: Yeah, she said it felt more comfortable because it reminded her of home. And I was like,
0: <sighs> yeah. Well, when she walked into the Falgar House, she was all eyes and gaze right. because it was huge and. of course it's all built on lies (laughs) right
1: but i was just like thinking like be thankful you have your own bedroom this time because 11 siblings let's not forget
0: (laughs) exactly so father stringer is ready to get back to work even though he is not really ready
1: even though his legs snapped in half (laughs) (laughs) Exactly.
0: and uh young stringer shows off his plans for his pagoda yeah um I guess he said it was like one of the plans from the book that he kind of like revamped mm-hmm. or whatever.
1: Which, to me, I was just like, it just seems like mentioned so casually, like, "Oh, my plans," and I'm like, so architecture-y. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, Jesus, like the idea of that just sounds yeah like a lot of math.
0: I have, did you ever see um, or read probably well the Ken Follett books, Pillars of the Earth? No. They're about basically like a an old church going up Uh like but start it's like medieval times and it follows several generations there's like three books but they follow several generations and Uh anyway i always think when i think of old-timey architecture i always think of that guy (laughs) from the book (laughs) the main character Uh, i guess that's really not relevant but (laughs) well
1: i'm sure it just old construction always took like 20 times as long as it should have been
0: well and there's like all the old secrets you know right it's more secretive back then
1: oh yeah
0: <laughs> lots of gatekeeping going on in the old medieval <laughs> days <laughs> okay so oh yeah yeah so young stringer shows up his plans but his dad doesn't approve of him trying to rise above his station
1: uh this is one of the most like annoying things to me about this time <laughs> period it's just like you need to be happy with where you are and don't even think about going anywhere (laughs) upwards yeah
0: well in a way we find out later that he's kind of like i'm happy where i was i led a happy life my father led a happy life it's almost like if you're trying to better yourself then you're implying that they Mm -hmm. didn't have a good enough life it's like insulting almost yeah i can see it but like you know it is hard
1: (laughs) yeah you should at least want better for your kids yeah but maybe that's more of a modern day sentiment
0: I think it probably is a little bit. Yeah. It's probably especially American as well. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, The fable of the American dream.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But nobody really seems happy.
1: No, (laughs) not at all.
0: But Stringer does have googly eyes for Charlotte. (laughs) Uh,
1: Perfect. I'm telling you, perfect summer fling. She needs (laughs) to just be like, yeah, we can hang out.
0: (laughs) And then he'll measure every other girl from her (laughs) Exactly. And
1: i will never be good enough.
0: (laughs) Uh, So Georgiana sends her maid to go get Charlotte. And she says she wants her to rescue her by taking her on a picnic. (laughs)
1: She's like, I thought you said it was urgent.
0: I know. Miss Governess disapproves. (laughs) I don't remember her name. I wrote Miss Governess.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I can tell you. Um. Hold, please. Oh, my God. Why are you I here? feel
0: like it's unimportant. <laughs> it's really not. The Beauforts. Just... Or is she Lady Beaufort? Uh... I think it's the Beaufort sisters.
1: She's Mrs. Griffiths.
0: Oh, Mrs. Griffiths. That's right. Mrs. Griffiths and the Beaufort girls. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who we never see.
0: <laughs> but Georgiana just l- lies with mm-hmm. no problem uh, that the Parkers <laughs> are going to be there. Charlotte gives her such a look like...
1: oh Oh, girl
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's funny because charlotte has no problem yelling at grown men in public places but if you're gonna lie to your governess (laughs) (laughs) whoa i can't believe it (laughs) maybe
1: just a little like drop of her like naivete left over
0: yeah she's still got she's still got it she's young so then we see edward and he's teasing esther about her suitor lord babington
1: because he jumps.
0: yeah and he he reads the letter from him which made me go I love (laughs) Lord (laughs) Bempton
1: because it was like
0: he's like it doesn't matter if you like me or not I still want to write to you and I'm going to yeah I don't care if you never write me back or anything
1: (laughs) yeah and it didn't come off as like you better like me or else or like it wasn't very threatening or anything he was just like I don't care if you don't like these letters. Yeah. I'm still going to write them.
0: He's not even implying you are going to like me someday. He's just like,
1: if fine. you do, it's going to
0: be so much more worth it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes. Lord Bappington is like the perfect non-toxic gentleman.
0: <laughs> yes. Oh, but Clara arrives downstairs. Upstairs, Esther wants Edward to tighten her stays.
1: Girl. Mm. I knew we all knew what was going to happen.
0: Meanwhile, sneaky Clara is sneaking inside. <laughs> And the stay tightening starts to get very sexy. <laughs> <laughs> and Clara spies on them. And he kisses Esther. And she sees. Clara sees.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And she, see- she uh, s- sneaks away. But she leaves the letter. And Esther hears something. Comes out. And I think she knows that she was oh, there. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: She sees that letter. And she knows right away.
0: Yeah. Okay, back with Charlotte. She is surprised by Georgiana's leg. <laughs> and Georgiana leads them to a pond where a man is waiting. <gasps> and he and Georgiana embrace, and Charlotte is very alarmed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she was like...
0: What's like, this now? <laughs> like
1: ostrich egg eyes. Like,
0: <laughs> You are not supposed to be hugging a man. That is definitely not allowed.
1: <laughs> <So> grow up.
0: <laughs> Uh, I mean, well, it's the time period, you know.
1: No, but that was kind of uh, Georgiana's sentiment. like. Oh, yeah, yeah. Grow up, Charlotte.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is happening. I'm the one with the money. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Diane and Arthur are on a walk with Dr. Fuchs. And he says, you're lazy and hysterical and you need some exercise. Ride these horses.
1: <laughs> <laughs> My first thought when he was saying, like, oh, like, you know, like, you're like invisible pain blah blah blah, blah. Uh-huh. and i was like oh are they gonna be like chronic like he, she has a chronic illness and he's like no you need to exercise more yeah <laughs> and it was just like i was sucked into their like hypochondria yes. <laughs> mess because it's so much
0: fun oh they are they're funny they're like them. definitely the funnest hypochondriacs i've seen yes. in a jane austen normally the hypochondriacs are so annoying you want to be like shake Ugh, em. <laughs> like
1: emma's sister
0: oh yeah that, well, her, although that, her, her, she's not normally I mean I haven't seen her in any other adaptations like that but. Yeah. oh really but like uh, Mary Musgrove mm-hmm. uh, and sister from Persuasion who's mm-hmm. just like constantly
1: she's like I can't gonna,
0: <laughs> yeah but I'm that's all die. for attention oh
1: for sure <laughs> um, these two and Emma's father Mr. Woodhouse are the oh, best yeah, yeah, yeah. the best contracts ever oh
0: yeah <laughs> yeah Mr. Woodhouse is a pretty fun hypercontract because
1: it's just <laughs> silly
0: exactly okay <laughs> <laughs> so okay we're back see it switches back scene to scene so fast oh, yeah <laughs> okay so georgiana clearly loves this man and very much we meet him his name is otis yes they have been forbidden by sydney to see each other
1: this is when sydney became even more evil
0: <laughs> so they have to go have a private picnic. And Charlotte refuses to let them out of her sight, though. She's like, <laughs> Listen, you like to get me here. I can't just let you unchaperoned on a picnic with a strange man I've never even heard of before. Right. <laughs> and there's like a moment of tension between the girls. And Georgiana's like, I thought you were my friend, not Sydney's.
1: <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I am.
0: <laughs> but it's a very pretty picnic spot, it's surrounded by purple flowers. Oh, yeah. And now Georgiana is acting suspicious of Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> but she gets the story out of them. They met at a ball and he thought she was a servant at first. And from what they describe it's a very Elizabeth and Darcy kind of a yeah. meeting.
1: But I was like wondering because if it was like a ball and I mean she's very wealthy, you would think that she would be really like donned up with all these jewels and everything, but maybe it was more of like a That's true. A Pride and Prejudice kind of ball where it's a little more common, so she was dressed down.
0: Yeah, or maybe... Um, I don't know. I don't know. That's a good point. That's a very good point. Anyway, it did sound very P- or Pride and Prejudice, like mm-hmm. we didn't like each other until we did.
1: <laughs> exactly. Except this one happened a lot faster.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. It seems like it one night. Um, mm-hmm. But then they had the happiest three months of her life Ugh. until they were ripped apart by Sydney. Rude. <laughs> okay and now we're back at the town stringer is showing tom the plans for the pagoda
1: very proud of his work
0: <laughs> but tom doesn't think they need it now and stringer is a bit taken aback by that and he's still annoyed because he hasn't gotten any of the extra help that he was promised in mm-hmm. the last episode right yeah <laughs> tom says it will be soon but he's clearly having some issues yeah <laughs> he's, he's-
1: Clearly trying to be dodgy and avoid any yeah. specifics. His
0: hair is very in his face and lanky. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's just kind of a mess. <laughs> but more than usual.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, so back on the beach, Diana is not very happy about <laughs> riding. But Arthur seems to really love it. Anytime he's like doing exercise, he really flourishes. <laughs> yeah, swimming. Riding horses. Riding horses. He doesn't
1: really necessarily mind the walking as much as she does. Yeah. So,
0: But she seems... I mean she looks more in shape
1: (laughs) yeah maybe she just has that kind of metabolism but or maybe she's a secret exerciser.
0: yeah Um, I wonder oh gosh I just had a whole like backstory for Diana pop into my head (laughs) does
1: it include Munchausen's by proxy (laughs) where she wants her
0: and her brother to be sick because that way they can be together and she won't have to be alone because she's already too old to get married and (laughs) anyway
1: If that's true, I have this idea that because of the type of person he is, that he will find someone to marry who will want her to live with them, and they will just be happy siblings for the rest of their
0: lives. 100%. Arthur would be like, well, if we're getting married, my sister has to live with us. I hope you don't mind.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They're just the best.
0: (laughs) Okay, so where was I? Oh, yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah. So, anyway, Edward and Clara passed them. Or, no, Edward and... Esther, Esther passed them, and Edward, in passing, kind of slaps the horse and it speeds up.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but Edward and Esther are on their way because they have been summoned. And he thinks it's a game, and Esther seems to be willing to be taken in by his dreams slash lies <laughs> girl, what is going to happen to them someday. Meanwhile, Tom spies a very pretty necklace and goes inside a shop. Dun dun dun!
1: <laughs> now, Tom, you do not have any money.
0: <laughs> Get your crap together, Tom.
1: Seriously.
0: So, okay, so Young Stringer is back at home and he's full of angst. Tom is full of hollow promises and he mm-hmm. burns his architectural plans, which I was like, "No, Dude, you can use those." <laughs> I
1: was supposed to say, save them because they looked really nice. At least I'm you sure.
0: could use them in your. Uh, resume or portfolio or something yeah
1: and you never know someone might want to commission it
0: exactly so basically his dad wants him to be happy with what he has mm-hmm. and he wants to better himself that this life is not enough for him he wants to be good enough for charlotte
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's the only reason
0: i mean he already is good enough for charlotte
1: in a way yes but he needs to be a little more grandiose yeah we would she's like just a grandiose yeah. personality
0: oh yes that's what you were saying he's yeah. a little shy
1: He's a little too quiet in a way where I feel like he would just be a little too boring <laughs> for Charlotte. After maybe, a, but after she's a very while.
0: practical, so she might actually really get into like the business side of his work and like help him. Flourish. That's true. Uh,
1: maybe they could start a, a design company and
0: totally build buildings and they could build their own town. <laughs> okay, so. Back on the picnic, Charlotte is picking flowers as Georgiana and Otis bask in each other. (laughs) (laughs) And he decides he's going to borrow, quote, unquote, unquote. a boat. And Charlotte doesn't want to because she's like, you can't borrow a stranger's boat. (laughs) But Georgiana thinks she's a stick in the mud. (laughs) Meanwhile, Sydney comes back to town.
1: No. wait, Go early. away. Wearing all black, if you didn't notice, and looking very sinister.
0: He, like, left for one day, tried to get money from the bank unsuccessfully, and came back.
1: Yeah, just kind of. <laughs> he didn't like, even
0: try. It exactly. It like took one day to go to three banks, and that's it.
1: Yeah. And okay. I, yeah. That's why no one.
0: <laughs> that, I was saying, it's like, I them. mean, we didn't really get into it this episode, but Sydney obviously, is not, like, super into the town like Matt, very passionate yeah so why is he the best person to get money you'd think he can at least put on the act
1: exactly i don't know what his tom's blind trust in him to do things for him correctly <laughs> it just never seems to work the out. pretty
0: brother always gets what he wants so <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm like michael like, well, Tommy, you're not ugly
0: <sighs> well i could see sydney being like the one who yeah always gets success be- just because you he's know, very the- handsome exactly
1: yeah but clearly he's mean
0: and he's tall i guess <laughs> they're all tall though okay so uh yeah arthur we get to see him a little bit more he's out on a walk now he's just like i started exercising i'm never gonna stop <laughs> but he passes out from too much exertion <laughs> um oh,
1: arthur yeah <laughs> clearly i glad
0: there's this little comic relief bit going yes. on with arthur
1: has <laughs> an addictive personality <laughs>
0: <laughs> i know that's how i always feel though it's like now i've started exercising let's just keep going and then i'm like but i'll never want to exercise again because i'll be so sore tomorrow <laughs> 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 yeah so sydney goes back to Trafalgar house mary is happy to see him he says he's here to help with the regatta and mm-hmm. then he says he'll go visit the girls because i think he wants to see charlotte like no Back with the girls, though. Otis is serenading Georgiana.
1: (laughs) So sweet.
0: I know. She says she wants to be together forever, and he asks her to marry him again, I presume. Yeah. But she says she can't without Sydney's consent, though she wants to. And in mock despair, he throws himself from the boat.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He definitely held his breath for a long time, because I was like, oh, (laughs) no. Did he drown?
0: It's funny, because I'm pretty sure that if Georgiana really wanted to, she could marry Otis, but mm-hmm. she just might not have any money anymore. So I guess yeah. what she's really saying is, "I can't marry you without my money." <laughs> right,
1: <laughs> which I totally get. You know, I totally get it too. Yeah, especially you know, being a black woman, you need money to do anything. Yeah, I mean, maybe all.
0: maybe because she's still underage, mm-hmm. Otis could get in trouble or something. I don't know, but yeah. But I mean, Lydia no. ran off. And if she had gotten married, at Gretna Green, would Wickham have had to pay any price? Probably not.
1: Probably not. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I I think it's just more of, like, she's like, I need this money, and that way they can escape and go somewhere and live a perfect life. Yeah,
0: it feels like Sydney kind of said, you can't marry him, you won't won't get anything if you marry him.
1: Yeah, it seems like, because he's more about position, and... As far as what we've been alluded to Yeah, by we don't know Sydney. everything yet. Yeah.
0: Okay. So um, about the, Dr. Fuchs is checking on Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> he's got pink cheeks. And apparently he's had sunstroke. And Diana wants him to never exercise again.
1: Unless absolutely necessary. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: Arthur says, I'm uh, resigned to live a recumbent. life." <laughs> <laughs> And the doctor takes a drink. <laughs> he's
1: like, Jesus.
0: <laughs> oh, I can't help these people if they don't want to be helped. <laughs> so Sydney is looking for Georgiana. She's told that he's, that she's on a, she's with the Parkers on a picnic. Mm-hmm. And he knows that she's not because he was just there. Damn it. Lady Denim is disillusioning the younger Denims. <laughs> <laughs> She has a list of possible marriages in descending order of suitableness.
1: <laughs> Starting off with money.
0: <laughs> she hears about Lord Babington and strongly encourages it. As we all do. And Esther looks like she's about to explode. <laughs> I Let's mean, say. you can't hold all of that in for that long. <laughs>
1: no. And also, like, I don't know if you noticed, but at the opening of this scene, she's immediately pissed. Yes. <laughs> like, just being there.
0: Well, she's already, like, on edge because mm-hmm. she thinks Clara saw her or something Right.
1: So, she's immediately at the opening of the scene. You can see, like, she cannot hide her yeah. emotions.
0: <laughs> and she's a redhead, so, like, she turns red. Yes. <laughs> she looks like she's gonna explode. Especially when Clara brings up Edward. <laughs>
1: oh, gosh. That was one of my favorite parts about the scene, was just, like, the way she had all these, like, underhanded things to say. <laughs> But it was like in the most innocent of ways where Lady Denim would never catch up. Yeah,
0: but Lady Denim does go, you're so much more enjoyable when you say nothing. Go play the piano. (laughs) (laughs) It's
1: like, Jesus.
0: (laughs) So back uh, with the the kids, the picnickers, Mm -hmm. um, we learned that Otis was raised by the water. The man who gave him his freedom was a mariner who gave him freedom and an education. And now he fights to end slavery. Mm-hmm.
1: He's part of the Sons of Africa?
0: Yes. Charlotte is surprised because she thought slavery was over.
1: Oh, Charlotte.
0: And he assures her it is not. No. I mean, she did grow up very sequestered in her own little. Yeah. <laughs> so. I
1: think around this time, slavery had ended in it England, had, yeah. but not in its colonies. Exactly. Or whatever yep. other name they had.
0: So um, yeah, he explains to her how the sugar in her tea, the cotton in her dress—they're all from slavery—and that Sydney, they imply Charlotte or mm-hmm. no, Jordana. Georgiana implies that Sydney also made his money from the trade. Zoinks! Meanwhile, Sydney is frantically looking for them
1: <laughs> across the entire island.
0: <laughs> Otis is getting ready to leave, though he assures her that he will return, and Charlotte doesn't understand Sydney's objections to Otis. And Georgiana and Otis believe that it's because he's black.
1: Right. Which is a very valid guess.
0: Yeah. And Charlotte believes that they're correct. <laughs> <laughs> There's a no reason to doubt it, I guess. Yes. So, okay. Back at Sanditon House, Clara requests Esther help her turn the pages in her music.
1: <laughs> it's an Italian piece.
0: <laughs> Esther says she finds silence is much undervalued. <laughs> <laughs> Clara is basically trying to upset Esther and mm-hmm. she succeeds and Esther runs out of the room and then Clara follows her. <laughs> uh, back at the coach, Charlotte is making fun of Sydney. <laughs> First, she makes fun of... Miss um, Griffith. Miss Griffith. I'm never going to remember that. And, uh, and then she starts making fun Lasidious of... Sidious or something, yes. whatever that word was. <laughs> 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 then she starts making fun of Sydney and she's always got the... The little like pipe a or the cigarette, <laughs> <laughs> and of course she gets caught by him.
1: Yeah. Oh, please go on. <laughs> and if I was Charlotte, I'd have been like, okay.
0: <laughs> he uh, Sydney tells <laughs> Miss Griffith <laughs> that uh, Georgiana is never to see Otis again. Rude. And I wrote, "How am I ever supposed to like him?" <laughs> 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 then Sydney reprimands Charlotte, and she gives it right back to him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Stringer sees the fight and everyone else in town.
1: So everyone stops. <laughs> stops, becomes
0: quiet. And after it's over, they all kind of go, oh. whisper, 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 <laughs> gossip,
1: gossip, gossip. And
0: then Sydney asks Stringer to show Charlotte back to the house. Which? Like, empty gesture, buddy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm really wanted charlotte to respond with something like i don't need a chapter. i walk around
0: this whole town by myself all the time i don't need right. your help buddy <laughs> uh, but she would rather take a walk because she's pissed <laughs> right
1: plus it's a handsome friend so yes i'm sure she appreciates
0: in your face naked yes. sydney <laughs> clara finds esther she basically proves that she was there that morning mm-hmm. but clara does seem to have sympathy with her She tells about her abusive uncle, and she knows that Edward is actually the problem in the situation. Mm -hmm. She gives Esther some advice, and I wrote, Okay, okay, I have sympathy for Clara, but I just can't trust her.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, you can't trust her, but I think she has Esther's best interest now that they have some sort of connection.
0: I think she was telling her the truth, that she feels sorry for her and she's not out to hurt Esther. But I still Mm -hmm. think she will do whatever she needs to get where she wants to go.
1: (laughs) She's very much like, yeah, she's going to do whatever she needs for herself. But I also feel like... Please don't get caught in my crossfire, Esther. (laughs) (laughs) It's very much like, here is a path for you that's already here. Take it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Charlotte and Stringer are walking on the beach. Mm Mm-hmm. He says that she must have had a good reason to lose her temperature. I mean, temper, <laughs> not temperature. <laughs> She's like, I did. <laughs> and everyone seems amazed by Charlotte's ability to speak her mind. <laughs> she wishes, or no, he wishes that all. Does he wish that all women could be like her? Or does she wish that all men could be like him? Um, I She wishes all men could be like her. So I'm not sure what I meant there. I was like,
1: most men are like her. <laughs> they always say what they want. That's true. <laughs> I um, I think
0: he wishes all women could be like her. I think so. Or um, maybe all men could be like her. Or, I don't know. Yeah. Somebody wishes that Is all it, men could be like her. Either way. That's <laughs> <laughs> so you're right
1: either way all women should be like her and all men should be like him so either way it works yes (laughs) in my book
0: he's so smitten with her
1: yes which is so sweet
0: yeah (sighs) okay so esther is brooding (laughs) she wants to escape Mm -hmm. and edward is like we're dirt poor we can't (laughs) (laughs) and she says she loves him the most and is willing to sacrifice but he isn't and he says they'll both someday have to find spouses And Esther maybe now sees reality.
1: Yeah. Which is also like... I wanted her to be like, what have we been doing this whole time? (laughs) If you were going to end up leaving already.
0: I know. I feel really bad for Esther. Because she's smart enough to know better, but she just wants to believe the lie. She's caught up in it. And then she cries to herself. Because really, who else does she have? Yeah. It's pretty much her brother basically controls her life. I don't think Mm -hmm. she... She, like most of the women, probably don't have a lot of say so in what she does with herself. No,
1: and she has no allies, really.
0: Yeah, <sighs> except for Lord Baskerville. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Sydney, oh, back. I guess we're back at home. Sydney tells Tom, "No bank will give him more money." He's Lies. so rude in this scene. He says, "I will gladly own my own mistakes, but cannot own yours." I <laughs> said, "Yeah, right. You own your own mistakes." <laughs> <laughs>
1: you never talk about I anything did. I feel like he did, can't, or. like,
0: that's his main quality is he can't own his own mistakes. He can't Every take responsibility. Every time someone tells him a little piece of truth, he gets all bent out of shape.
1: And storms away like a temper tantrum.
0: Yeah. He has a very chilly greeting with Charlotte.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mary has no idea what's going on. I'm sure she knows something is going on.
1: Yeah, she can feel it.
0: And Tom just straight up lies to her and gives her the necklace he can't afford. <sighs> He says it's a promise of things to come i promise that i will go in debt for us for stupid stuff I promise
1: this will be the only valuable thing you'll ever have again after yeah. everything is gone oh, God, that's where he's heading <laughs> <laughs> gotta keep it real
0: uh, okay so uh last scene georgiana is curled up on her bed mm-hmm. charlotte comes in and vows to defy sydney <laughs>
1: Uh, the best. And
0: she starts by delivering a secret letter in her pretty pink jacket. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> Hiding in plain sight.
0: Yes. Uh, and that was the end. Uh, so good.
1: <laughs> so, so many things that are bad about Sydney that uh, makes me feel like everyone's finally seeing what we saw.
0: <laughs> I feel like Except the show Tom. is saying he's not great, but I guess... No. I guess...
1: But I don't know. I
0: can Okay, but well, we gotta leave our, our minds open because there's still oh, a second yes. half, and a lot of people like Sydney, and I can't believe that a lot of people would like him just because he's pretty. Oh no, maybe uh, I can't. <laughs> <was just> <laughs> Let saying, me reverse that thought because not... I just lied to myself <laughs> on that one. Say
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not it would not be unexpected. So. <laughs> but I I would I'm interested to see where his character heads.
0: I know that he does get more likable. I know he does. I think in the Mm -hmm. next half. At least for a couple episodes. (laughs) I'll be the judge of that. (laughs) Okay. This week, I did my deep dive on mostly on the music of sanditon okay but i did decide we would classify tom parker at the end right yeah, right, right. okay <laughs> so sanditon's su- oh i got uh i think i got this from an article called Sanditon's surprising sound and it's an interview with the composer ruth barrett okay so woman composer the soundtrack focuses on something that was quite ripe in the Regency days, which is folk music. Huh. Uh, Jane Austen was actually really into folk music and had a big collection of folk standards in her repertoire.
1: Wow, that's cool. Yeah.
0: So according to this article I was reading, which was an interview with Ruth Barrett, mm-hmm. she was saying that the style of life and dancing was wilder than what you would see in like a Victorian ballroom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they wanted to push that angle a bit. Uh, They actually did use singers in the ballrooms Uh back in uh, Regency time. And musicians actually used to travel all over the country to play music from all over the British Isles. Hmm. And intoxicating was the word they used when they would talk about the music while they were designing it. They wanted the music to Uh, be intoxicating. That's cool. Which makes sense for like this speculative town that they're trying Mm -hmm. to get people to fall in love with. So they went out... Oh, this was interesting. They went out and made like this Celtic supergroup by picking <laughs> like the best players in that Celtic music scene mm-hmm. and then they would all come and play on the set for like the dances and stuff mm-hmm. and they used them in the ballroom and they just decided to have them play the music on the score as well. Wow, <laughs> yeah. And they, uh, she said that there was an incredible energy in the room, and it was really collaborative and fun, and there was a lot of, improv- <laughs> a lot of improvisation and experimentation that went on hmm. with great moments captured on the fly. And she said it was an amazing experience and that the, all of the Celtic musicians contributed so much to the music. Um, some of Jane Austen's favorites were included, like Mrs. McCloud's reel. -hmm. Oh Wally Wally, (laughs) which sounds like it could be in Twin Peaks, Mm -hmm. and The Raggle Taggle Gypsy. I actually could see David Lynch reading a list of all of these. (laughs) I would like to watch him just read a list of Jay Dawson's favorite folk songs. (laughs) These sound like episode
1: titles for Twin Peaks. (laughs) Yeah,
0: exactly. Mrs. McCloud's Reel, Oh Wally Wally, and The Raggle Taggle Gypsy. Uh, we, we actually know uh, that these were some of her favorites because her music collection, uh, because we still have her music collection and oh. references she made to pieces of music and letters. Okay. I mean, cool. I don't know if we have the whole collection, but there's We have like some a substantial it. amount. Yeah. And there's a bit of Appalachian influence, which we talked about in the first episode mm-hmm. as well. Because uh, there were people who used to travel back and forth across the sea, trading back and forth. And so the music was always coming back always and forth. shifting. Yeah. All right, and then for Tom Parker. Yes. I classified him as I stopped kind of doing as much of the here's two choices. I just like, nope, this is what I decided. <laughs> but if you disagree with me, you can tell me. I, I picked him as a Gemini.
1: Okay, I like that.
0: Playful and intellectually curious, Geminis are constantly juggling a variety of passions, hobbies, careers, and friend groups. They are the social butterflies of the Zodiac and can talk to anyone about anything. They're terrific pioneers, using their energy to spearhead innovative creative projects. Fearless thinker, they are always down to try something new. But after they have shared their progressive vision with the world, it's best to let these twins get back to ideating. (laughs) (laughs) These hyperactive air signs have a short attention span and are most satisfied when they can move fluidly from one idea to the next. So I thought, like, he's, like, a big idea man, but his follow-through is a little bit lacking. He needs, like, (laughs) a Capricorn or somebody to do the work. (laughs) Uh, But he's good at selling his ideas. Yes.
1: More of an idea man, less of a production manager.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I started off with the idea of... I always start when I'm doing these. Mm -hmm. Like, are you an air sign, a water sign, a fire sign, or an earth sign?
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And air is mind so i went with air
1: <laughs> yeah i was about to say that seems the most and then like what's the most flighty <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> gemini
0: yep but as far as DD
1: i would say chaotic neutral
0: <laughs> ah yes that sounds about right he's
1: not good not really bad but very chaotic
0: <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah i think chaotic neutral sounds about right for him i think so yeah I, I just am thinking, what are we gonna classify Sydney as? I don't want to go ahead and say, but my initial thought was lawful bad.
1: <laughs> I mean, he does follow. I guess it's
0: evil, not bad.
1: Yeah, lawful evil.
0: Yeah, he's not evil though. I mean, maybe uh, <laughs> we, we don't know what his slavery was. So I was say, there's
1: some allusion to maybe being evil. He so. might be evil. We'll, we'll see.
0: find out. <laughs> I might have to get some of my Sydney hate on those. But no, leave it in.
1: Where it belongs.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, let's do our favorite scenes. Yes.
1: Hmm. There's so many good ones to choose from. <laughs> it's a really good episode.
0: I know. Um, I, I feel like think. I'm going to pick... I feel like I must have favorite characters because I always mm-hmm. pick them as my favorite scene every <laughs> time. <laughs> do you have yours? I think my favorite is... Esther and Clara, I got to give it to them Mm -hmm. again. That was a good scene. When Clara, like, when I actually am like, oh, okay, Clara, I do have sympathy for you. I don't trust you as far as I can throw you. But (laughs) I do have sympathy for you. (laughs) And, like, just seeing Esther break down and just uh, great scene Mm -hmm. between the two of them.
1: Yes, they're so, like, good, like, that back and forth because they're such equal players. Yeah. It just makes always so much fun. (laughs) Um, I think my favorite scene, and it's going to be a- shocking because it's not necessarily a funny one, which is, <laughs> I always pick, is the scene of Charlotte, Georgiana, and Otis on the boat. Oh, that's such really a, sweet. It's so sweet. And it's like, you know, the chances of, there's like no hint of them being found out or anything like that. So like guards are down. Yeah. It's so joyful. And I feel like we don't really get a lot of that between like, you know, forbidden lovers in Jane Austen Yeah. kind of yeah,
0: stuff. Yeah, that's definitely.
1: So it's like just this like purely joyous moment and it just is so great
0: yeah and i love to see the girls friendship yes it's so nice yeah i say at
1: that point they weren't really fighting anymore and they were yeah. full supporters
0: i always love it when a friendship is blossoming yes <laughs> that would have been my other favorite i guess probably them too mm-hmm. charlotte and so georgiana yes recommendations yeah. that's all that's left
1: my recommendation for this week is going to be a podcast um uh, i 99.9 percent sure i haven't recommended this before but it if i did then it is good enough to recommend a second time <laughs> uh it's called goop and no
0: goop like no. Goop. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: called poog because it's a spoof on goop oh okay. <laughs> <Pug>. oh, gosh <laughs> oh my brain uh, i've got sunday brain uh, but it's uh, it's called Poog, and it is a kind of like spoofy, not in a way where it's like uh, improv, like improv or like acted out. Uh-huh. It's very much just like it's uh, hosted by two uh, of my favorite comedians, Jacqueline Novak and Kate Berlant, and they are just what they're the type of comedians where they just have really good timbre with each other, yeah, and the way that they just like their conversations just are jokes kind of <laughs> and so they are you know they're both i think they both live in la and are equally obsessed with like beauty products and the whole <laughs> industry and also with like poking fun at it and just finding all like uh, the ridiculousness and all of it
0: that sounds like it's right up my alley <laughs> yes i
1: have been meaning to send it to you because i just shared it with with abigail Archon abigail and uh because it's
0: we should have her on the podcast sometime.
1: We should. She would. I, we gotta find. Yeah, she would have a lot of fun things to say. <laughs> but yeah, this podcast, which I, I will send it to you after this, so that you can start because uh, I think it only has I think less than like fifteen episodes because it just started. Uh huh. But it is so so funny and <laughs> it's and this is not and it, like necessarily a dig at any of the podcasts I listen to, but I think I haven't really felt in a way. Uh, how excited I am for every Tuesday when this episode comes out. Just, I love
0: it when a podcast is suddenly mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. To yes,
1: because like on Tuesdays are the days that I have to go into my office to like do like mail stuff and whatever. So I always save the episode for when I'm in the office so that it goes by quicker and it's just, it's the best part.
0: That's the day our podcast goes on.
1: Yes, well, you know that I, you know, do you know what I mean? Yes, yes. I'm always excited for our podcast. It's
0: funny because when I decided we should come out on a Tuesday, it mm-hmm. was just because in my list of all the podcasts I listened to, mm-hmm. there were barely any that ever came out on Tuesdays. Yep. <laughs> so I was like, well, might as well do Tuesday because there's not a lot that come out that day. But it yeah. seems like it depends on like what time of year or whatever because podcasts, you know, they're not always very consistent. <laughs> no. And because I would always have a bunch on Wednesdays and Thursdays, but now it seems like I'm having more good ones on Tuesdays. So
1: Yeah, it's changing up. Usually Thursdays are my really good days, and now Thursdays are my most like barren days for podcasts yeah it's really weird (laughs) i don't know but i would highly recommend poog it is added to your list after you listen to our podcast
0: (laughs) (laughs) tuesdays can be a great day yes (laughs) in the podcasting world i guess okay for my recommendation (laughs) i really haven't watched that much new stuff this week Mm -hmm. but i did okay I'm gonna oh, no. start off with something I will not recommend, but I'll explain Uh-oh. why I got to this. <laughs> okay, so last week I was just in the mood for some sort of giant spectacle silliness, mm-hmm. and so I watched Jupiter Ascending, which I had never seen.
1: <laughs> I've, I've heard the How Did This Get Made episode on it. Yes, so. <laughs> I can tell you,
0: it's ridiculous. Yes, <laughs> I mean if you're, it wasn't like bad to watch because it was a lot of spectacle and. Uh-huh. Stuff like that, but it was like impossible to understand, and it was really dumb. But <laughs> afterwards, I was like, Okay, I need a, a brain shower from that, mm-hmm. and so I decided to watch one of my favorite um, oh. adventure sci fi ish movies, mm-hmm. and that is Stardust. Okay, I've never seen that, but it's got Michelle Pfeiffer, yes. and Claire Danes, it's based on a Neil Gaiman book and i have seen that i just loved that movie i don't know it could i mean i've always loved that movie but like Mm. watching it after Jupiter's sending like really made it amazing (laughs) Uh, charlie cox who's daredevil Mm -hmm. is the main character it's just just such a good movie (laughs) it is
1: i feel like i have found that movie on a lot of like underrated movie lists yes um just because everyone just loves it
0: so much yeah it's one of those ones that kind of it's an under the radar one because mm-hmm. it is based on a book, but like as much as I feel like Neil Gaiman is a star and everyone loves him, and maybe he is now more so than he was mm-hmm. when Star Dust came out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I was about to say, <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, that it's just so good. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very like enjoyable. A perfect little storybook story, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's not. It's definitely complex and it's kind of scary, and you never know what's going to happen, and
1: mm-hmm.
0: funny also. And yeah. I really like Claire Danes in it. Yes, and Claire Danes isn't always my favorite, but I really no. like her in that. Um,
1: I don't know if I know too much Claire Danes, but I do like her in that movie. I actually might watch that sometime this week. You should. I have not watched that in so long. I think it's
0: on HBO or maybe netflix mm-hmm. it's definitely on some streaming service <laughs> <laughs>
1: one of those maybe
0: multiple <laughs> <laughs> oh okay but okay so that's all we're doing of sanditon for now we're gonna yes. take three weeks to do the secret diary of laura palmer
1: mm-hmm. and then we're
0: gonna come back i think we're taking three weeks there is a slight possibility that I could change but we should be back either at the beginning of march end of february with more sanditon yes or with the rest of sanditon yeah but we think you guys should read along. Secret Diary of Laura Palmer yeah. It's our first real David Lynch book. It's not really a David Lynch book, but it's...
1: It's in that universe. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's Jennifer Lynch.
1: Yeah, so close enough. <laughs> so, in a way,
0: <laughs> he is kind of responsible for being me. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, plus it's based on Twin Peaks. So, if you are, like, a Twin Peaks fan, but you never read the book, then... The give it a try with us because i that's the one thing that i always missed mm-hmm. because when it first came out i was too young to read it even though i watched the show but i somehow knew that i was just like i don't think i'm ready to read this book <laughs> i didn't know anything about it but i knew i wasn't quite ready to read it mm-hmm. and i've owned copies of it for <sighs> decades <laughs> <laughs> But I've never actually read it, so we're doing it. And there's supposedly ah. a great audio version read by Shirley.
1: Oh wow! Yeah, I might do that because I usually I do a lot of audiobooks when I'm like working, so I might do that. Yeah, sounds really cool. I
0: think that's how I'm planning on doing it. Perfect. So that'll be exciting. Yes. And then we'll be back with Sanditon, and we hope you will join us.
1: Yes. Um. And oh, contact. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just about to say. In the meantime. Um, if you would like to uh, contact us about Sanditon or about upcoming Diary of Laura Palmer.
0: Yes. If you just want to say, listen, Sydney gets better in the second half. Just hold <laughs> <Yes>. your horses. <laughs> Let's say you can try. Try all you want.
1: For me, yeah, I'm going to need somebody to justify likely. him at the yes. end if
0: I still feel the same way. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm going to need some help on that. <laughs> um, but if you would like to email us, you can email us at mannersandmadness at gmail.com. If you would like to DM us on Twitter, it's at mannersmadness. On Instagram, it's at pod. And if you would like to leave a minute-long voicemail screaming about why Sydney's good, (laughs) um, you can go to mannersmadness.com and leave us a voicemail. Or why
0: we're right and Stringer is really the best. Or
1: which is the preferable voicemail. Or anything really. Yes.
0: (laughs) And we'd really appreciate it if you would give us five stars and a review if you would like, or you know, either or. Or we'll both. Say
1: you can, if you're uh, feeling weird about typing out a review because you just don't know what to say, you can click that five stars and you don't even have to leave a review.
0: Yeah. And, you know, word of mouth is really great, too. If you mm-hmm. know anyone who's a Jane Austen or David Lynch fan. Spread the word. Send us their way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Be very much appreciated.
0: Or send them our way. Yes. That's probably, well, that makes, uh, both. I think either way works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Well, we hope you guys had a great January.
1: Yes, hopefully.
0: Maybe February. I think we're only at the beginning of February now.
1: Yeah, things are looking up, and hopefully it's a brand new year.
0: Yes, hopefully we all get shot in the arm soon. Yes, <laughs> please.
1: Back to you now.
0: <laughs> all uh, right. Well, well, you guys have a great week. Yes. We'll, we'll talk <laughs> to you again next week.
1: Bye. Thanks for listening. Good
0: night. <laughs>